Hello everybody. For those of you who don't know, I own and operate Timeless Custom Leather. Timeless specializes in creating 100% handcrafted leather goods right here in Grimes County, Texas. It would mean the world to me if you would take a minute or two out of your day and follow Timeless on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook at Timeless Custom Leather and also on Instagram at Timeless Custom Leather. As always, I couldn't do this without you guys. Love you. Now back to the mind of a maker. Okay, we're rolling. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mind of a Maker podcast. My name is Dustin. I am your host. Today is Sunday, August the 20th. It's 5.15 in the afternoon, and it is 9,000 degrees outside. So if you hear a fan running in the background, that would be because if we did not have the fan running, we'd probably pass out halfway through this episode and not be able to uh, bring you any more good content. So... Without dragging it on any further, um, in here in the studio with me today, I have a very special guest, um, the first woman guest of Mind of a Maker podcast. Uh, she is a very special person to me. She is my wife, Peyton Tim. Peyton, how are you? Hi. Good. <laughs> I'm doing very good. Very um, honored to be the first woman, I guess. I didn't even realize that, but yeah it's pretty cool i mean i guess i kind of deserve to be the first woman on your podcast but i guess maybe maybe that's for others to determine you made the cut though so that's all that matters thank you (laughs) thank you very much well peyton a lot of people um, who listen to this they probably know who you are Um, there might be people who aren't real sure who you are or where you're from so just do the standard, give everybody a quick little introdu- introduction about yourself. Um, yeah, let them know. All right. Uh, my name is Peyton Tim. I, uh, I grew up in Plantersville, Texas, a small town um, north of Houston and still in Grimes County, but just on the, the south end of Grimes County. Um, I... Uh, I guess I always tell this story, but I kind of just been a Grimes County person my whole life. I, you know, grew up in Plantersville, went to start at school in Navasota, then I went to Anderson where I graduated, and then now I live in Iola, so I kind of ping-ponged my way up and met you, met my husband, and I mean, junior high, I guess we really met, but... That's a, you know, yeah, high school sweetheart. A lucky oh, time for so you, sweet. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. Um... Pretty much, uh, I guess I'm a I'm a boutique hotel manager in Navasota now. That's my my career, my my profession, I guess. Um, I went to school at in Baylor University. Graduated in 2020. Um, I'm the proud mother of Sutton James mm. Tim, our our son. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's pretty much me. I. Uh, that's the um, rundown. That's pretty much the rundown, yeah. The I, short of it. I kind of help you with all of your fun activities. and. You do. Um, 
and manage your social media a little bit <laughs> well, i wouldn't say manage but well, you're always okay. on me about making posts you're right yeah <laughs> i help with some posts i do some editing you and, stay on me pretty constantly yeah keep yeah. me in line Kinda that's have uh, to. that's your main job i would <laughs> say you sort of mentioned it um a lot of people ask how we met um i guess if you know us you know that we've been together for lord um we've been married for two years um we dated for eight years so dated slash engaged eight years yeah so a whole decade together already mm-hmm. um i'm only 26 and i guess you you're 26 too right i'm 25 25 you'll be 26 in november that's when, what i mean when's my say. birthday november 4th no no it's november 2nd yeah. i always pick on peyton and tell her that her birthday is the fourth. I think that started uh, back when we were newly dating mm. because I didn't really know if yeah, it was the exactly. second or the fourth. And so I would always say the fourth and she would say, you know when my birthday was. And that's that's how I knew it that's was the second. That's how you figured out yeah. when my birthday was. <laughs> now you think it's just a funny joke that you say all the time. Yeah. But uh, sort of like Peyton said, uh, we met in junior high at a track meet in Love Lady, Texas. Mm-hmm. That was the first time we ever met. We didn't start dating there, but... Uh, that's when we, that's when she first saw the pooch and she knew she had to, had to marry me, I guess, (laughs) that day. She just never, never quit bothering me after that, so. Well, I don't know. You won me over with your, you made me laugh. You made me smile and laugh, and I remember that. And then, I was in seventh grade, you were in eighth grade. Yeah. And, yeah, I was at track meet, met, I met you through my friend, Kelsey. Yeah. And, uh. So I just like knew of you, and then it wasn't until my freshman year and your sophomore year of high school that we started dating. <clears throat> yeah, the end and of those yeah those years, right? Yeah. So yeah. all through my high school career, I I had you. Yeah, mm-hmm. hadn't been able to shake me since. Nope. Nope. It's been a fun ride, but enough of a enough of the sappy love story stuff. Why? Ah, that stuff makes me sick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, you mentioned that you went to Baylor. Um, my question, one of them that I had to you was, why Baylor? You know, I don't think many people from our area, even even though it's just right up the road in Waco, mm-hmm. you know, you don't hear of many people from around here going to Baylor for some reason. What made you, what made you choose Baylor? You could have gone to any college you wanted to. Yeah. Like, why Baylor? Um, I think. I'm trying to remember the first, so I think the first time that I really heard about Baylor, and it was, it's a funny story, because I was watching a TLC show, (laughs) and if that doesn't sum me up, then I don't know what does, but I was watching TV, and there was this TLC show, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a couple who had multiple kids, you know, one of those shows, and the, the mom and dad went to Baylor, <clears throat> and um, I think that episode, they had taken their kids, you know, all six of them or eight of them or however many there were, and they took them to a football game at McLean Stadium, which I think at that time it was, like, really new. Like, McLean had just been built yeah. or something. And um, I don't know. It was something, like, I I think I had heard of Baylor. I really, growing up, like, in high school and junior high, I never was really, a like, a college like you know i didn't really like follow a college or yeah. or have uh 
Hold on, we're going to pause for just a second. Our dog just broke into the <laughs> studio. So. Hi, Coda. Okay, we're back. One of these days, we're going to bring you guys a seamless episode with no no background noise or no dogs barking or breaking in. But That wouldn't be fun. Today's not that day. so <laughs> It's an exciting, you know, what's going to happen on this episode. Yeah, so like you were saying, back um, to Baylor. Yeah, so, so the couple, they brought, you know, all their kids to McLean for a football game. And I think, I can't remember all the details in the episode, but it must have just been something about, you know, the family atmosphere and... I mean, obviously, it was a pretty place. It looked really nice, and um, and that's kind of what brought, I guess, Baylor to a forefront. Oh, but like I was saying, I I was never really, you know, someone in junior high or high school who, like, researched colleges or really, like, I didn't follow sports or anything, so I really didn't think about college until it was, like, time to think about college. Um, and this this must have been my, my junior year that I saw this episode, and I was like, oh, that's, you know, Baylor kind of came to my forefront of mind. Um, and, you know, I've always known of A&M just because we, you know, grew up here close to College Station. Um, I knew of UT because my uncle and aunt went to UT. Um, and I mean, that's, that's really it. Like I knew the Texas big colleges and that was about it. Um, and I, uh, so Baylor was a forefront and I knew, I guess I kind of did like a process of elimination. So I had like those three and then I knew of oh, TCU because my yeah. aunt and, and uncle went to TCU. And, uh, so, and I kind of ruled A&M and UT out just for the fact that I knew they were big colleges. Like, I, I guess I was thinking they were going to be like, like real big, like too big, I guess. And I've always, you know, small town girl, small school, graduated with 59 people. So I'm just used to not a lot of people. Um, so I didn't think that A&M or UT were going to kind of be a good fit for me. Um, so I kind of chose more the TCU, Baylor, you know, smaller private school route. And I knew they had good education um, and they... I think what also what I liked about it was um, it was a good distance from where I lived. You know, it wasn't too far that, you know, my parents or, or you or I couldn't go home, you know, y'all couldn't come visit on a short notice or I couldn't go home on a short notice. But it also wasn't, you know, too close to where it was like, I'm just right there in my backyard. You know, it still felt like I was going to, to school. Um, but a fun story that I like to tell. So I went on a visit to TCU first and my mom my dad and Nani and Poppy were with me uh who's my grandparents it's my dad's parents um so they we, we were all on the the visit to TCU and um and again my my aunt and uncle went to TCU so I kind of already knew a little bit about it um you know, basically the colors and the mascot is pretty much what I knew about it and it was in Fort Worth um so we we were there and it was it had to have been like February or March and it was cold. It was so cold and rainy and it was cloudy and like kind of dull. The campus was still beautiful, but it was just, you know, it just felt dreary. Like it didn't feel it like It wasn't like a warm, exciting like Yeah, a, like yeah. it just kind of felt like I was bundled up in a scarf and, you know, and boots and all kind of stuff and there were some things we couldn't do because it was raining and, you know, the tour is outside. You're touring the, the yeah, college. Yeah, so. you're touring the campus. Yeah, exactly. So it's outside, so it's, like, not that fun. Um, but, again, the school was great. I, I really liked TCU, but it was just, that was just my experience. That was my tour. 
Um, that was my visit. So a couple weeks later, I guess, I visited Baylor. Baylor was second. And it sounds like, you know, out of a movie, but on that visit, it was the same people, my my mom, my dad, and Nani and Poppy. Um, we we got to Waco at Baylor, and the sun was shining, the, <laughs> the birds were singing, and, the, you know, it was just, it was a beautiful day. It was nice weather. It was, you know, just a couple weeks later, but it was beautiful weather, felt good. Um, and, uh, I mean, that, that has to do with your mood, you know, the weather, I, I believe it kind of affects your mood. So there was that, you know, there was already that factor. Um, but I really think the selling factor, which I'll never forget in my life, um, we were walking across, um, oh goodness. Oh, it's called Founders Mall is, you know, just a, a location on Baylor's campus. And, uh, we were just strolling, going, I guess, to the next activity of the tour, of the visit, and um, a professor, like an older professor, who's a man, and he had his little top, not a top hat, but like a, what do you call it, like a bowler hat kind of thing? Like a, uh, like a golf hat? Like a Tommy Shelby hat? Yeah, 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 there you go. I don't um, know the name. Peaky Blinders. What's, yeah. what's that? I don't know what it's called. I don't know either. I'm not gonna it's not a bowler hat. It's, <clears throat> yeah. It's I like was going to say fedora, but that's not right. Is it? No, it's close, but it's it's like what golfers used to wear. You yeah, know? y'all like, know what we're talking about. Look yeah, yeah. up Tommy freaking Shelby. <laughs> You'll know what we're talking about. Um, so he was wearing one of those cute little hats, and he had like, you know, cute little, he was probably like, I don't know, 75 years old. He was a cute little man. Um, he had a briefcase walking across campus, and he just stopped in the middle of his day, and, you know, he talked to me, and we were kind of the only people there on Founders Mall, and... He asked, he was like, oh, are you on a visit? Because I had a sticker and, you know, you can kind of tell I didn't go there. And I said, yes, sir. He said, well, my name is Tom Hanks. And, you know, of course, I'll never forget that. I love yeah. Tom Hanks, the, the actor. And um, he said, I'm a professor here. I'm an English professor. And uh, and I hope you're enjoying your visit. And maybe one day I'll have you in my class. You know, I'm like, and then I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And, and he said, enjoy the rest of your visit. You know, maybe I'll see you one day soon. And, uh, that, like, that really stuck out to me that, you know, he took time out of his day because he was probably, you know, going to class or going to a yeah. meeting or something, but he stopped and talked to somebody he'd never met before. And he really put an impression. I just got the chills. Yeah. Just talking. I don't know. It's just, it's kind of like a God thing. I think. No, I understand that. I don't, I'm sure you've told me that story before, but I don't remember yeah. hearing it, but right. it just goes to show like just one person took a uh, like a what 30 seconds out yeah. of their day to stop by and say hello to, yeah. hello to you and therefore like completely change the trajectory of your life yeah that, like that you was know? that was really like yeah. the deciding factor i was like i feel at home here yeah you know, i feel welcomed i feel comfortable that's and awesome yeah that's yeah that's pretty cool that's Isn't awesome. that a cool story well and it just makes you think about it like in general like you trying see, to be you like that see, yeah, for somebody else. Yeah, you see else. stuff all the time on social yeah. media and things like that where people talk about, like, you never know what mood somebody else is in. Just be nice. But, like, mm-hmm. that is true. Like, if you could be anything, like, I know this is a quote that I've heard before, and I, I like it. I know I fall short of it sometimes. But, like, if you can be anything, just be kind. Right. You know, like, take a moment, take a moment out of your day. Just say hello to some mm-hmm. people. Just visit with somebody and, you know. Just be a good human. Yeah. And yeah, that's so. a cool story. I didn't 
I think, I mean, like I said, I'm sure you've told me that before, but... Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> ten years of stories, they get jumbled. Yeah, and but, I, uh, I forget the stories that I tell you, because I'll tell you something, you're like, I, I've literally heard that <laughs> five or six times, and I'm like, well... I'm know. used to it, though, yeah. so it's good. I like to hear them. But I think, uh, I don't think Professor <clears throat> Tom Hanks is there at Baylor anymore. I think I came across a post... He could have been just some random homeless guy he Waco that's not in a bubble. <laughs> no, he was actually a professor. But um, I think Baylor posted on you know their Instagram or something a couple years ago that he had retired, or uh, okay. and it just like reminded me of that story. And I was did like, you ever end up having him as a professor? No, no, no. I think he was like if you were an English professor or an English like major, uh, you would have like, him. Yeah. Yeah, I just he took, wasn't like, teaching the, like the general classes no, or anything. That like was that. me. Yeah, yeah. Not an English like person. the entry level. Right. Classes, yeah, yeah. No, I think he was like a higher up English person. But yeah. you know, if if anybody out here is listening to a story like that, or you know, listening to us, it's it really does like it makes a big difference. And yeah. um, keep your eye out for moments like that. I think that's that's something too that people kind of pass. You know, they overlook things like that, or they don't really read into like you a just moment. Get caught up in like the yeah. hustle and bustle of life, and yeah, you don't ever just take a chance back to just. Like, you know, mm-hmm. step back and realize, like, right. oh, wow, this is, that's a pretty cool moment, you yeah. know. And then... Um, Things like that. I think you and I do pretty good about that. Like, we work, you know, are always trying to work and, you know, just make something of ourselves. But I, we, I think we do a good job of taking a step back and just... Taking it in. Yeah, enjoying yeah. life and spending time with our friends mm-hmm. and... Uh, spending time with our son, family, yeah. all that good stuff. You know, yeah. we like to travel. We like to do all this other things. And, you know, but, you know, work is important and um, everything like that. But, you know, money and a career will only take you so far. So True. It, it's nice to, I know we got off sort of on a little tangent right there all because Tom Hanks said something nice, but. It's it is yeah. that's those are all true words there. So, but it also goes to show too that you know that moment it really like rung true throughout my whole Baylor career. You know, it wasn't just that one <clears throat> instance that you know I was like, oh, this place is you know kind and welcoming all throughout my four years there. Um, once I you know chose to go to Baylor and I started and uh, I had a lot moment a lot of moments throughout my whole college career that I was like, this is, this is where I I need it to be. Yeah. Um, and it was a great size, you know, like I said, I was used to like that smaller, that smaller class, smaller size. Um, the biggest class on campus was, uh, was an auditorium in the science building. I believe I want to say that's true. And I believe it sat 300 people. So that was like the biggest class that, and I think that's, you know, at like A and M or UT, like every class is is that size. Yeah, you know, pretty much. Like I, I had classes that maybe had like eighteen to twenty five people, and and that was most of my classes. Yeah, so. that's about how my college career was. Yeah, I didn't have, you know, I, I think my biggest class was probably like I don't know fifty people, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, I went I went to a smaller college, but, um, yeah, I don't think the size of the college would have scared me. Yeah, you know, because. I don't know. It just doesn't. But you don't think like you don't. Not that you don't care about that, but it's just that was something that I I knew that was a part of why I wanted to choose a school was for the 
the comfort and the size and yeah you know, I, I think we both went to school for different reasons though. yeah well that's you true. know yeah if i could have gone to a big school and play football yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know if i could have you wouldn't care how big the, the class A&Ms or the florida you know I, I wouldn't have cared right you know that's what i wanted to do i just yeah. i couldn't make it happen so right. But it that is what it is. <laughs> I do want to tell you a funny story, and I I feel like I've probably told you. I probably honestly uh, here called we go. you. This is one of the yeah. stories. <laughs> let's see, let's let's see how it goes. Um, I probably called you. It was my first day at Baylor, because I know I called you probably. You know, oh, every yeah. Sorry, every day. No. Uh, yeah, I, I know what you're about to say. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> well, so it was my first day, and you know I'm nervous as all get out, and I got I had a. A psychology class at 9.05, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And, um, and of course, there's an 8 a.m. class, you know, every day. But I didn't want to sign up for the 8 a.m. as a freshman because everybody told you not to. And uh, Sorry, my water smells yeah, funny. He's making <laughs> weird faces at his water. He keeps smelling it. I have water over here. Just drink Sorry, mine. I probably will. <laughs> drink mine. Um, so, yeah. So, 9.05 class. And, of course, I'm so <clears> nervous that I get to... The class, like, staying in the hallway at, like, 8.40 or something like that, like, really early. Um, and this is in the science building. This is when I thought I was going to go into the science realm of college and quickly decided after. What, did you want to be a nurse at first, or you thought you were going to go really into nursing? Did, or? I really didn't know. Like You just went into science just for, like... Well, because in high school, I was good I was good at math, and I liked science. I was interested. Like, I liked anatomy. I liked stuff like that, so... To be honest, I really like I really didn't know what I wanted to do in yeah. college. I I went in just like I I was like, oh, let's just try it, you know, let's see what happens. Like I have four years, you know, I I can I'll figure it out. Um but yeah, so started in the science realm of of college at Baylor and so okay, psychology, nine oh five. Monday morning, first day of class ever at college. I'm sitting in the hallway and I realize like in my, in the auditorium that I'm about to go into, there's already people sitting in there. And of course I was like, holy crap, did I miss my first college ever or my first class of college ever? Um, And then I was so nervous and I was like, I gotta, let me go figure it out. So of course, and I'm just like, you know, overwhelmed with emotion and, you know, anxiety and everything. And so I walk up open up the door of the auditorium and mind you this is that 300 person class auditorium that is the biggest class room in on Baylor's campus walk in and the professor's in the middle of his of his lesson just talking and he kind of looked over at me and I just you know kept walking I went up to the first student in the first row <laughs> and I said is this psychology 1305 or whatever the number was and he looked at me with kind of like a blank stare and he said, no. And he shook his head real slow. And I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I turned around, walked like, you know, walk of shame, walk of like a, so slow. I turned around and I looked at the professor and I gave him a little, you know, shy wave. And I was like, sorry. <laughs> and I walked out of the auditorium and I just know, you know, the professor was probably like, you know this there is your freshman student you know first day of class (laughs) and i'm pretty sure this was like at least a sophomore or junior class it might have been senior i'm not sure but 
Um, definitely upperclassmen, and they, I'm sure they got a good laugh out of that. But <laughs> they probably never think about that ever, and I think about that a lot. Whenever. So did you ever, like, you made it to class finally? Oh, or? yeah, I made it because my class didn't start till 9.05. But in that auditorium? In that auditorium, the next class after that one. So it wasn't my class at all. So that was like that was like a senior class of whatever <clears throat> in the science building. I don't know something that I'm not supposed to be a part of. I know, but why did you go in there because if it wasn't 905? Because my anxiety was so like out of the roof. Like I, <laughs> I thought I missed my first class, and I just wanted to make sure that that wasn't supposed to be the class I was in. I gotcha. And I want to just reiterate that this auditorium is like. Like the bottom floor, the like when I walk into the into the room, the professors on my level and all the students are yeah, like it's an auditorium. Well, I know, but some are kind of shaped differently. I don't know, but I just want to like paint the picture. Like all of these students are like <laughs> <Yeah>. looking down <laughs> they on know me. What an auditorium is? Well, okay. <laughs> I no, just I'm like just to saying, paint the like, picture. I think it's okay. funny. Yeah, I thought it was like maybe you walked into the wrong classroom or something. No, you no, walked into my... the right classroom. Yep. You were just way too early. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is like, why do that? Mm-hmm. But it's a funny story. Yeah. So that um, was my first day of college ever that I'll you, never forget. Your time at Baylor, um, I spent a lot of time there. Uh, not a lot of time, but because I was also in college. But every chance I get, we'd come down and go to the football games. Mm-hmm. And yeah. those are fun games. They are. Baylor, you know, and that was, Baylor was pretty good. While you yeah, were there. when I was there, especially my freshman sophomore yeah. years that I can remember. But yeah, they were fun. They're yeah. uh, um, if you like college football, that's a good place to go watch some games and cheer for the Bears. They mm-hmm. have a great atmosphere. McLean is like a, it's a big stadium, but it's not a Kyle Field mm-hmm. or you yeah. know or UT or anything like that. But it's a it's a fun atmosphere. It feels big for are. the school, I guess maybe. And I like the way that it's built too. Yeah, like it's it, really nice it's looking. Cool. The stadium yeah. is it's very the uh, walk cool over. I think that's probably my favorite part. Like the walk to McLean. You know how you walk over yeah, the bridge. Yeah, you walk over the bridge. Yeah, and, uh, is that the, that's the Brazos River. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. My geography is not very Miss Waco. <laughs> <laughs> so you walk over the, this huge bridge, and it kind of has like a little curve to it. It's so pretty. Yeah. Um, and then you see McLean, you know, in the background, and it, it's really neat. The I, atmosphere, I it, 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 it's yeah. really fun. Talk um, about the atmosphere, the line. You watched me run, didn't you, the Baylor line? Oh, yeah, line? the Baylor line. That's pretty yeah. crazy. Y'all so, are nuts for doing that. Yeah. But. If you don't know, so one of Baylor's, like, probably <clears throat> most prized tradition is when you're a freshman you get to run what's called the Baylor line and so when you're a freshman you get a you get a Baylor line jersey and is that every home game yes or is it okay mm-hmm. every home game um so you get a Baylor line jersey whenever you go to Baylor line camp which is the summer leading up to your freshman year it'd be like fish camp or something right at right. at, at a yeah um so everybody gets their jersey and you get the number of which you're supposed to graduate. So like mine had 20 on it because I graduated in 2020. Um, and then you could put whatever you want on the back. You could put your first name, last name, nickname, whatever you want. So I just had Peyton, you know, just plain Jane Peyton. Um, but so at home games, if you're a freshman and you want to run the line, you wear your jersey and you line up at a you know specific gate and all of these freshmen in there. And you're supposed to get there, like, I think it's like an hour and a half before the game or something crazy like it's that. A, it's a, yeah. It's a it's long a pretty, time. 
pretty good time before yeah. the stadium. Because they have to get you all into like this one little gate yeah. area, basically, and like and like the close you in to sort of paint the picture. Like you know, everybody knows what a football stadium looks like. It's a rectangle, and the corner that they line up in to run the line is the opposite corner of where the players are going to yeah. run out of. Yeah, and so. Sitting in the stands watching this, when they turn the students loose, it's just the whole freshman class mm-hmm. at Baylor sprinting diagonally across the field. Yeah. And there's people falling, getting run over. Oh, yeah. There's people doing all kind of crazy stuff. It's really entertaining. It's it's scary to be a part of it, though. Like, yeah. it's a... Well, it's like a your adrenaline's stampede, running. pretty yeah. much. Yeah, like people could get trampled. I mean, people did get trampled, yeah. you know. But. And what's funny is you always hear, especially like that first <clears throat> game or first two games, everybody's talking their strategy. You know, like, oh, yeah. I'm going to go on the outside lane or I'm going to go straight in the middle or I'm going to, you know, we're going to hold hands. Some people like yeah. to hold hands and like, it was crazy. I don't know. Well, what they're doing, like they're, what they're doing is they're running across the field from one corner to the opposite mm-hmm. corner, a hundred yards. Yeah. And they line up. And then you up. make a tunnel. Yeah, they, they make the tunnel that the players run out right. of. Yeah. That the so, team runs out of. So, so a lot of people, you know, had They want to be first. They want to be right up there right. at the first. So it's like a mad dash race yeah. to the other end. People of the field. always thought, I, I think it was the right side. They always thought, like, oh, that's the side that you know, fills up the slowest or something. So they always try to go to the right. Yeah. Because they thought you can get closer to the, the players and there's not that many people. I don't know. I'm not very fast. I mean, there were some people out there that were crazy. Like they, they were getting it, huh? They were getting it, trying to, yeah. So, <laughs> I was just running. I was like, you know, me taking it in. I was like, oh, yeah. my gosh, like, I'm on the field. Peyton was so probably cool. just walking around, looking up yeah. in the stands and Well, stuff. I mean, me and my roommates, Riley and, and Melissa, like, we were, you know, we were all just running around. And, or I guess, you know, Melissa was my friend. She wasn't my roommate yet. Yeah. Um, but, uh yeah, that was that was a fun time. Definitely scary. <laughs> I, I don't like to do too many like crazy things like that, but I wasn't missing that tradition. I'm I have FOMO. You yeah. and I both we yeah, have FOMO. Big FOMO. Pretty bad. Yeah. So I was definitely going to do it every chance I got. Um, but yeah, that was it was a fun tradition, um, and I miss it. Some some days I wish we could do that again, but I don't know. I don't know if I can make it. I might pass out, especially in this heat. I couldn't imagine doing it. Like, is Baylor playing yet? When does the when does their schedule start? Do you know? Um, I don't know Baylor's schedule. I know that yesterday was the last Saturday without college football. Oh, so okay, so it's pretty soon. Be right yeah. around the corner. Pro- just, they probably play. Um, Labor Day weekend. Yeah, probably September second. Yeah. Maybe would be the first Saturday. You know, at home or something. Yeah. This Saturday we just have. There's only two games on. Um. I'm looking at Baylor's schedule right now. Pause for effect. There's two games this weekend. Yeah, so Baylor kicks off on September 2nd versus Texas State. Sweet. So mm-hmm. yeah, we should definitely find a game to go to. Well, we talked about with Jared and Lauren going to the TCU game, right? Do they play at TCU this year? Uh, I think that's what we talked about. Do, 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 do. Let me see. One second, everybody. This is great <laughs> podcasting. No, Baylor plays at TCU this year. That's what I said. Yes, so you're right. But, yeah, so we're, we'll definitely have to go catch a game. Those are pretty fun. Texas yeah. plays at Baylor this year. Ooh. September 23rd. So maybe... We have uh, a wedding that day. Uh, of course we do. Yeah. Everybody gets married at one time, it seems like. Well, but no, it's, it's good. 
every single weekend of ours, probably at least till the end of the year, is planned already. Like we have something. I know that's much wild. Every weekend. We have to plan. It's always like in that. advance with Jared and Lauren. Jared. We say Jared and Lauren a lot. Jared has been on this podcast before. Oh, he yeah, was sorry. my roommate in college. Um, one of my best friends in the entire world, and his wife Lauren is an as absolute sweetheart. Her and Peyton are great friends too. So. Even we, though she's a horn frog. Yeah, she is a she's TCU, TCU horn frog, I guess. <laughs> but we spend a lot of time with them, and we try to. But it's funny. The older we get, and now Peyton and I have a kid, mm-hmm. and it's we have to plan out weekends with them like months in advance. Yeah, like we, we literally, yeah. literally say, look at your calendar. <laughs> we finally got a free weekend. Put Can y'all yeah. go together? <laughs> we just say, pencil us in. And it's it's <laughs> it's a running joke that we had. Yeah. Um, but it's true. I mean, yeah. it is true. So your time at Baylor, I, I'm going to bring this up. Uh-oh. We're not going to talk about this because this could be a whole episode because I, I know you. <gasps> I know my wife. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going. Peyton is a huge Disney fan. Like, almost borderline, like... Could, As I drink could, could, out of my, yeah. my Minnie Mouse She could cup. maybe start a cult. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> she That's loves a Disney. Much. She loves Disney, and um, her time at Baylor, she was uh, lucky enough to do the Disney College program. Mm-hmm. Um, I will let Peyton tell you about that. I I know very little about it. I know you know what her story is that she's told me, but um, without going on a three-hour rant, yeah. tell us. Uh-oh. Just tell us, like. What I didn't even know that was a thing mm-hmm. before you yeah. uh, wanted to do it. How'd you find out about it? Um, what What was it like doing it? Mm-hmm. You know, your time there. You spent months and you spent a whole semester in Florida working for Disney. So yeah, yeah just sort of give us the beans. Um. So the first time that I ever heard about it, I really don't know. I remember the second time. I don't know that that sounds weird, but I remember the second time it kind of came across in my mind and I was really interested in it. Uh, it was during recruitment season season uh, at Baylor. I was a, I was at Alpha Chi. Go, go, A-K-I-O. Shout out. Um, so I was I was doing recruitment and um, one of my sisters had we were in our chapter room and she had a button that said Disney college program, uh, alumni. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, this, you know, I, I, like I said, I can't remember the first time that I ever saw it, but, um, I asked her, I was like, did you do this? And she said, yes, I, you know, I loved it. I, you know, this is my role. I did all this. And I said, well, I'm very interested in doing this and I'd love to learn, you know, how do I get started? How do I apply? How? Like, what do I need to do to prepare? Whatever. Um, so you know me. I'm like a preparer, a planner. And I scheduled an interview basically with her. Or, I mean, it was a meeting. Yeah. But we like went to Common Grounds, which is a you know local coffee shop there on Baylor's campus. Um, and we sat outside and I basically like I printed out like questions for her and... Um, and she just, she told me the scoop. She was like, you know, this, you apply online, you need to have, you know, your resume, your cover letter, you need to have this prepared. They're going to ask you these types of questions. Um, and I just picked her brain. I was like, I want to know all the things I really, really want to do this. And, um, 
It's uh, so basically the Disney College program is an internship ish type of program that Disney World and Disneyland offers. So Disney World's in Florida, Disneyland's in California. Um, and this was, this had become like my new biggest bucket list item that I wanted to check off in college. I wanted to have this experience. I've, you know, my whole family, like we've grown up going to Disney. I was just infatuated by just the story and, and how it got started, like how Walt Disney got started and all that. Um, so I, I've just grown up loving just loving the company, loving everything they do, and I want it to be a part of it. I want it to learn how they operate or just be a little small part and be able to, to say that I did it. So um, so I took this really seriously, like pretty much like a job. I, uh, I did all kind of research online, and I, I asked that, that girl, my sister, uh, my Alpha Chi sister, about you know her experience and how she did it. I reached out to maybe one or two other people that I knew of um, and got their feedback. And then pretty much you just, you apply online. Like you can go to DisneyCollegeProgram.com or whatever and just you apply there and you upload your resume um, and a, a cover letter. And then you answer a few questions and then you pretty much just like start the application process, um, which the first one is a, oh goodness, let me, let me get this right. So you, it's like a web interview. So you fill out all these questions and it's kind of like a, you know, like a scaled test where it's like disagree to agree. Yeah. And all the things you read online, it's saying like, don't, don't press, you know, middle ground on every question. Like they want to see your, your true opinions, you know, you don't just stay in the middle. That's not a safe place to be. And you need to answer more aggressively and all this stuff. Um, so I did all that research. I did my web interview and you, you like, uh, what's it called? Like they tell you if you get, it, if you go through to the next position, like the next round, like, like right there. Yeah. They uh, tell you if you advance from the web to the next portion, like instantaneously, like as soon as you finish the web thing. So, wow. and I knew that going forward and that made me nervous you know, <laughs> cause I was like, I was just scared to press submit on that last question. Cause I was like, this could be, you know, all or nothing. It can make or break, you know, my next step. Um, luckily I passed. And, um, so then you schedule a phone interview. Um, I feel like I'm missing a step, but maybe I'm not. I don't know. Anyway. So then you schedule a phone interview and this one I knew was going to be like, like legit, like real deal. Like they were going to ask you some questions. Um, and fun fact, we, I actually did this interview at one of your games in Arkansas. Oh, really? Yeah. We like I'd gone up to Arkansas like it was just the day that we that they had available to do this interview, and I remember we I was set up in the hotel room, <laughs> and uh, and I had like there was you know luckily an office area and I had my computer here, um, and you were I mean, you were practicing or you were like getting ready for the game and everybody yeah. else was was there at the game and I was like I have to do this interview uh, like everybody else was tailgating and having yeah a good time. exactly <laughs> yeah and I was like I'll just meet y'all after. Um, but I remember I had like several pages of notes. Yeah, about, so what kind of questions are they asking you? Like, are I'm they general to, like work to. questions, or are they like? Yeah. So they want to know a lot about your personality. Yeah. Um, they want to know about you know how you work. Are you a people person? Are you an introvert, extrovert? Um, they want to know like situational things. Like they'll give you you know 
say a, a guest is coming up to you and they have a complaint about, you know, this ride, you know, that they're not tall enough for the ride or something. How would you handle that situation? And yeah, like it's, you don't know unless, unless you did research. Like, I mean, I Pinterest things and I Google things and I, I wrote down all kind of bullet points about, you know, how to answer, just always answer positively. You know, you always, you don't want to say no. You don't want to say, I don't know. You should always have some sort of like positive answer. Um, another thing I'll never forget. And I still use this to this day. Like when I talk on the phone that the hotel or something, I always smile on the end of the, on my end of the phone. Cause you just sound more pleasant, you know? So, yeah. Just putting a smile on your face, yeah. even if people can't see you. Right. Like you, you it feel makes you stupid. Talk like you have a smile yeah. on, you know? you feel stupid on the other end of the phone. Cause nobody can see you smiling and you kind of look like the Joker, but <laughs> like you sound better, like your voice sounds better. You sound more upbeat. Um, so I just remember my cheeks hurting so bad after the interview. Um, but that was, that was really tough. And they say like, depending on your interviewer, like it really, it really depends on how you do. Like, cause it's all their opinion, sort of. It's like, oh, I don't think she answered this question right, or I would have answered this way. Um, so anyway, so that was pretty, like, grilling. Um, and I just had this page of notes of all these tips and like, not fun facts, but it was kind of like I knew sort of what they were gonna ask, and it was just kind of like tips for myself on, uh, on what to ask. And they also ask you what roles you're interested in. So there's merchandise which that's what i ended up being in like in the gift shop or you know on main street or things like that um there's attractions which would be like your your ride you know uh space mountain or country bear jamboree or things like that um there's oh there's all kind of food and beverage so you can work at one of the fast food places and things like that the restaurants um there's custodial, there's all kind of ones. And so they ask you, you know, which ones, what What are your top three? So you have to name them off. Um, my, I think my top one was like the, uh, like character attendant. Cause that was, everybody wants that one. You, that means you get to walk around with you know, the characters in okay. the park. That's not actually being the character. Well, no, no, they're actually the characters. That's right. Mm -hmm. So I apologize. character integrity is a very important thing. Okay. So, um, you could be a character attendant where you're you're basically the voice of that character and you're helping them and you know you you kind of guide them through the park and you know help help guests meet them and things like that um so that I believe that was my number one my number two I think was merchandise and then or it might have been attractions and then number you know either one two or three attractions and merchandise um so I got merchandise and I was in Hollywood Studios um and I was in the theater district, which I was very confused whenever I got that. I was like, what is a theater district? I'd never heard of that, you know, all my years going to Disney. And it ended up being just like an area in Hollywood Studios that encompassed uh, like the Frozen gift shop and the Indiana Jones gift shop and the so Muppet. Like everything that was a movie. I guess maybe. I think it was, was theater was there. Sort of. So yeah, I guess so. Like Indiana Jones. Um, okay, well, you don't have to make those faces. I'm, I'm, making, <laughs> You're I'm making just faces saying that like, you didn't know why it was a theater district, and then you said you just named everything that was a movie. So I just, okay. I don't know if that's right. I was just saying maybe. I mean, that it is probably right. is because the Indiana Jones attraction is like you know live action. Yeah. And you're in a theater. 
and then the Frozen, and then, yeah. Could be. Muppets. I don't know. Um, you so, worked there. I didn't. I know. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, so that was my role. And so I spent from January, like, January 22nd to May 16th, I think. I don't know how I remember those days. But I don't either. Probably because I th- dreamt about them all the time, you know, before I went. Um, and that was 2019. And you worked in tattooing. Right? Is that how you say it? Yeah, the Star Wars. The yeah. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Did the you Star Wars store. I didn't actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was the main the main part of that district, that area, uh, was the Tatooine store, which is connected to Star Tours. Um and gonna be honest, not a big Star Wars fan, so Yeah, me neither. We'll probably catch some flack for this, but Yeah. Me and Peyton we've, we've tried to sit down and watch the Star Wars movies. Us and Jamie, right? Yeah, yeah we my tried. brother now, he yeah. loves Star Wars. Nerd. <laughs> but I just I, I'm not I'm not gonna say I I didn't like them, but I think we watched maybe the first and maybe the second one. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know. I just know didn't how many grow up is. with it. So I think yeah, it's I just kind of a, you know, a I thing just could that's never, kind of, I just never could get into it really. Yeah. So to be honest, I wasn't super excited whenever I saw that that was going to be like my main location. You know, I'm thinking Disney, like, I want to be on Main Street. Like, I want to yeah. see Mickey every day. I want to see, you know, the little kids with the bubble wands. And, and I had, you know, the, the lightsabers and the droids and and i mean which was cool like and i did learn and the 40 stuff. year old men with star wars t-shirts right. no i mean yeah you're not wrong um that was it was very entertaining Sorry, to say the was, least that was rude of that me. was kind of rude but it's okay it makes you know takes the whole what do they say it takes every type of person to make the world go around or something i don't anyway i don't know you know how it goes you know there you go all kinds of kinds um so yeah so i wasn't super excited because i was just imagining you know the pixie dust and the the typical disney on main street um but i was excited that that i got that location because i did learn a lot like i i knew nothing about star wars like i knew what a lightsaber was and that was probably it yeah and i knew darth vader like that's that's i really didn't even know who han solo was i didn't know anything um so I did learn a lot and it was, it was fun, but I got to, like, I checked people out. So that was like, you know, merchandise is, you know, just, you work the register, you check people out, um, and the gift shop. And so uh, that was fun. I got to, you know, I got to learn a lot of the technology and it was really neat to, to see people cause they're kind of at their prime, like all the guests, like they're there on their vacation, yeah. which might be their only vacation they've ever taken in their life. Or it might be something that they do once a month, you know, you like, but no matter what, they're always in a good mood. Usually, you know. Yeah, you don't see many upset people at Disney. Well, I mean, yeah, there are. Like, there's just people that they expect a certain thing and, you know, they. Yeah. Because we we definitely had, we had those people who, you know, they would blame us. They They would say, oh you're ruining my vacation because I can't get this discount or something, something, yeah. you know, crazy. That's just people. Yeah. I mean, it, it is, <laughs> but for the most part, you know, people like you would see kids, like the biggest smile on their face and their, their face lit up whenever they saw, you know, Chewbacca walk down the, the, the alley or whatever. Um, yeah. those were, those were the cool moments that I got to see. Um, and, uh, 
Yeah, I really, I really wouldn't trade it for the world. And my favorite location actually was the Frozen because that was kind of the most genuine Disney thing that I knew of. Like, I know that's all part of Disney, but um, that was fun because I got, you know, there was like merchandise for like Anna and Elsa and Olaf and all that. And you got to see like the little girls, they got so excited in their dresses and things. Um, you were also out in the open. So I got to see, I got to people watch a lot, which is fun. Um, my but favorite thing to do in yeah the people world. watch and disney world is like if you want a place to go people watch yeah. it's disney world or an um, airport yeah that's true <laughs> but just like you know find a bench on in the middle of the hub on at magic kingdom eat your popcorn sip on your drink and you just sit there and you I can entertain yourself for two hours what's so cool about people watching at disney is like there's people from all over the world right like, yeah. you can see people from Europe, you see people from, uh, obviously, America, you yeah. know, China, China yeah. Asia, mm-hmm. you know, there's all Just kinds of everywhere. people. And like they there. might not and speak the see, same. So, this is what's cool. Okay. My favorite thing to do is to try to pick where people are from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's from Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell. Well, definitely, like, different yeah, countries. I know I try what to you pick mean. the countries. But I think this is what's really cool about Disney is that so many people travel from all over to come to one place and they all know that brand. Like they all, they all know who Mickey is and no, no matter if they speak the same language or not, like they know Disney. Yeah. And I think that's cool that Disney can kind of speak to all the different cultures. They can speak to, you know, all the different languages. It's, it's really a neat thing. Like it's, I don't know. And my dad always makes fun of me because so he came and picked me up from Disney College program when I moved out and everything. My mom drove with me there, helped me get all set up and things, and then my dad came, drove or flew to me, and then we drove home. And uh, I'm sure he'll never forget, and he likes to tell this story. But when when I was leaving, you know, we had to do like a last hurrah day at the parks before we left to come home. So we went around to all the parks, and I got to introduce my dad to some of the the people that i worked with on the program and uh somebody somebody was saying oh we're so glad that you were here and you know be safe going home and thanks so much for being part of the magic or something to that make the magic helping make the magic something to that effect and he didn't say anything in the moment, but I can tell, like, I could just instantly tell when my dad is going to, like, make a joke about something. I was like, oh, here we go. Here's some ammo for, you know, future joke lines that he's going to give me. Um, and he likes to tell that story. He's like, oh, they they just told you thanks for making the magic with this. And he just, you know, he kind of exaggerates it a little bit, but he means well. But he just thought that was so funny. And I said, it means a lot. You know, you actually... I don't, yeah, I don't want to discourage Disney because I know you're very passionate about it. Yeah. But if you don't, if you haven't been around that before and then you're with people that are like Peyton and who worked at Disney and are super passionate about it, it can be a little like, oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I like to distinguish myself when I say I'm a big Disney fan, like, I don't say Disney nerd, like, I, I don't know all the facts, you know. You know a... I mean, I do, but I just, I like the... I, you're a Disney nerd. Like, I, I'm, I'm, there's nothing wrong with that. No, that you yeah. are. I mean, okay. 
how many times have you watched that Disney making the magic show? The Imagineering story? Yes. Thank you. Like six. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, and like it's the whole series she's seen yeah. like six times. Like well, if, I, if I come in, like that's on TV. I'm yeah. not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying like. But like what I was saying is I like to distinguish myself because some people, you know, it's like Disney. Yeah. Like like, like their is house life. is Disney. Yeah. Like their everything is Disney. Like. I'm not like that. I'm I'm no. like the cool the cool Disney fan, you know. I can I can get sort that. Cool. I really uh, yeah I understand that. Yeah. So what's your favorite ride at Disney? Attra- you can only pick one. It's called attraction. What's your favorite attraction? Got to get the vocabulary down. Um. Ooh. Well, growing up, it was always Splash Mountain, which. Yeah. It's kind of sad because Splash Mountain is no more at disney world um it's changing to tiana's bayou adventure i believe it's called um i just remember when my my nani and poppy took me when i was five they took all of my cousins when when each of us turned five on a disney trip and it was just us you know we got to do whatever we want ride whatever we want as many times do it was our trip um and in a scrapbook that of course my nani made and it was it's like the perfect scrapbook she you know she was like a pro scrapbooker um there's a whole page dedicated to splash mountain and it says this was your favorite ride we rode it you know so many times and and stuff and you get you know the picture print out of you coming down and Mm -hmm. your log um your log canoe and i think that was i don't know why that was my favorite but every time we rode on it i just got this instant feeling of nostalgia yeah. And I love that. Like, it kind of took me back to, like, I can't remember the specific times that I've ever ridden it before, but it was just the whole, like, the smell and the, like the feeling like and the atmosphere. one of the rides or one of the attractions <laughs> that made you feel like a kid again. Yeah. You would say? Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. What's your, what's your favorite attraction? Um, I don't know. I don't ever remember going to Disney before me and you started dating Mm -hmm. and now in the past 10 years i've gone pretty regularly you're welcome um well yeah i mean thank you for that i i used to think that disney was like for little kids and i will be one now that um i i mean i I like disney i love disney Mm -hmm. i love going i'm not gonna wear you know mickey mouse t-shirts and put a sticker on my car or anything but like i i i do enjoy going it's a very fun time Mm -hmm. um so with all that being said, I, I don't, I can probably give you like my top five and I, I, I like them all. Yeah. Um, like kind of equally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any that really edge out, you know, for certain reasons. I love, um, Expedition Everest. Yeah. I don't know why. I just well, it's love. it's a thrill ride. You know, you. Yeah. It's I, exhilarating. I love that ride. Mm-hmm. Um when we went and had the personal guide that time yeah and we wrote it over and over mm-hmm. and over and over i was like this ride is awesome yeah <laughs> it really is it's a fun ride it's but not like, like a after like what f- maybe three rides like my head was hurting yeah i was like i kind of got a headache we might need to stop yeah, i don't know <laughs> if anybody out there has been on expedition everest it's like you go you go backwards at one time 
Yeah, like and you al- go forwards for a while, yeah. then you go backwards, and, and then it you almost come back feels like you go like upside down when you're going backwards. But I yeah. think that's just the G force. Yeah, I don't right? know what it is. And that's the part that like my head, like it feels like your whole head is like being pushed to the back <laughs> of, the, <laughs> of the roller coaster. And so you know, after three times of doing that over and over, it's yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe we should sit out. For I would a have bit. to say so. Expedition Everest. Um, Space Mountain is fun. It it probably used to be, but I'm I'm gonna leave it out. Okay. Um, That's a controversial answer. Yeah, but yeah, I like I what you. I like. I so, um, what's Avatar? What's the Flight of Passage? Flight of Passage. Yeah, in Animal that Kingdom. Thing that mm-hmm. ride is amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. like a, it's a whole experience. It's not just a, it's not a roller coaster. It's like it if you haven't been to Disney, if you plan to go to Disney, make sure you do one thing, make sure you go ride Flight of Passage. Mm-hmm. And um Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh yeah. I love Rock and Roller awesome. Coaster. Love it. Um so there's three and then Space Mountain is in there. Okay. You know, what about I, I Tower? Like, do you like Tower of Terror? Oof, no, I got a rough I, I don't dislike it, but it's <laughs> like she asked me that because the last time we went on Tower of Terror, I was like freaking out. Yeah. There's just well, you don't like elevators. Like you're not a big fan of elevators. No, I don't mind elevators. Jamie doesn't like elevators. That, you're right. That's my Jamie. brother doesn't like elevators. Yeah. I don't mind elevators. I don't like the feeling you get in your gut when you drop. See, I like that. Like feeling. I don't. I don't. I'm not really like that. And yeah. I think if I went back today and rode Tower, it would be fine. Right. It's just like but the anticipation, that, like the. It's just walking it's little, up to it yeah. and seeing the tower, and you're like, "I'm about yeah. to go all the way up there in a metal box mm-hmm. and then fall to the bottom." Yeah. Wow. And so the last. It's all time controlled we- <laughs> though. Like you make it sound like you know they just but release that, a lever. It is and what it is though. I mean, yeah. I know it's controlled, but yeah. still, I mean, that's what you're doing. Yeah. Um, I don't dislike it. It. Well, it's one of those rides where like you're I'm in line for it to get on it and I'm freaking myself out the whole time like yeah. I don't want to do this I don't want to do this and then when you get off of it you're like okay that was that pretty was cool yeah. that was fun I like you know that. that's yeah. one of those like I'm super uptight before I do it and then when I'm done I'm like laughing mm-hmm. or it's even I can remember feeling this like you doing it like you're so excited and you don't know if you're scared or having fun but you're just laughing the whole time yeah. while you're doing it. Yeah. I think that's how I felt the last time that we rode Tower. I can see that. So, yeah. it's a fun one. But I, yeah, I think uh, Flight of Passage is probably my favorite now. I was going to say, you not really said a, that. It's not really a, like I said, it's not a roller coaster or anything like mm-hmm. that. But just the whole experience of Flight of Passage is yeah. what makes it so fun. So, that's probably my favorite. And then Expedition Everest. Expedition. Because yeah. Expedition Everest has just always been a fun one. I love Animal Kingdom. So Me too. Yeah, that's probably one of our favorite parks. Yeah, it is for sure. Mine, I mean, is. mine's still Magic Kingdom. It's yeah. I don't know how I could not have Magic Kingdom, but I think I my do fa- think Animal Kingdom's my second. Even Magic Kingdom, though, I don't like my favorite ride in Magic Kingdom. Probably isn't Space Mountain. It's probably yeah. what is it? The Big Thunder. Is that the yeah? The yeah, train. Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably my favorite there. I think I like Space Mountain, but it's just you're in the dark the whole time. Like you don't see anything. You're just fun. feeling the yeah. You know, I, don't I think know. I think Space Mountain is more the nostalgic. Like it's it's, it's just been, been there. there. Yeah, it's, it's I mean Space Mountain. Yeah, so. it was yeah. Um, but I I do think 
So I gave you Splash Mountain was like my, it used to be my favorite when I was little. Um, and I, but I think my, my favorite now is probably Tower. It's probably Tower of Terror. Yeah. You love that one. I just, I like the whole story behind it. You know, I like the, like there's a whole backstory, which I don't even know. And I don't want to give, you know, false facts, but, um, you know, you walk in and well, you walk up to the, it's a hotel. It's a hotel Tower of Terror. Um, Twilight Zone, you know, its yeah. whole name. But um, you walk up to it, and it's this really tall, like, looming hotel at the end of Sunset Boulevard on, at Hollywood Studios. Um, and then, you know, you make your way through the winding bushes outside, and you then you step inside to the what's supposed to be the lobby of the hotel. And it's covered in cobwebs, and there's, like... Not really creepy music, but it's kind of very subtle, like, hotel, like, old, probably ni- 1920s, 1930s music. Um, everything's very dimly lit. It's kind of like an orange tint to it. And it, everything has been, like, not touched since 1939. Like, that's yeah. kind of the story behind it. So that's um, like what Disney does so good anyway. Yeah, is, is they tell a story. It's not just an amusement park, right? Like yeah. every attraction, like tells a story. Yeah, nothing's you know, done by like coincidence. Like it's yeah. all there's meaning behind every, every like literally every single thing. Out. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's what's fun too. There's like little Easter eggs or like hidden Mickey's or things like that. So yeah. every time you go, you know, you you point out something different. You're like, oh, I didn't notice that the last time. You know, that's that's a cool thing. Um, but so, okay, so you walk through the lobby and then it's like, you know, you're getting in the, the ride, like you're starting like your experience basically. And they stuff you into this room, yeah. this dark, like, it's like a book. It looks like a little library room, right? Yeah, it's like, like a little, little study. Like a, yeah. Like a little study or something yeah. like that. And it, there's like books all over the wall and there's probably what, 40 people in there with you? Yeah, I don't know how many people get on the ride, but it's, it's not just like a two or three person. Well, that's more than what gets on the actual elevator. Oh, okay. Yeah, they. I mean, they. But they probably fit about forty people in there. I would think yeah. in that little room, and then you watch the film, the Twilight Zone. Yeah. You know, film, and they kind of give you the whole backstory. Entering. Yeah. So. <laughs> so like the whole. I don't know. You know all the details. Um. Again, not a Disney nerd, just a Disney fan. Okay. Um. But there was you know five people who entered the elevator at at this hotel. And when they went into the elevator and started going up, the hotel or the elevator shaft was struck by lightning. And then the story is like these five ghosts now, you know, these yeah. five people are stuck in the hotel and um, they're kind of haunting the place. And the hotel like stopped being in operation from that day on. So that's why the you know the lobby is all covered in cobwebs and things like that. Um, and then of course, even though the elevator's broken you're about to ride the elevator. Yeah. Um, you're riding like the service elevator, I believe. Um, you know, I, I could I be, know. yeah, I could be given wrong facts and I, I hate that, but I oh wills. Um, so then you get in your elevator and I think the funnest part is the bellhops, you know, the, the cast members who work, yeah. the, who work the attraction. Cause they're so in character. And that's what I think like really, drives home this whole attraction is um is the the cast members who work it because they're just like 
you know like the um the guards out front of, of like london england like <laughs> the buckingham <laughs> yeah. palace like you can't get them to like crack yeah, a you smile can't get or them to break character yeah anything. like break character yeah so um so they they talk to you and they're very like monotoned and they say thank you for you know joining us at the hotel and stuff like that. And then when you get in the elevator, you sit down. You you know they do the whole safety. You put your seatbelt on and all that, and make sure everybody's secure. And uh, as the doors are closing of the elevator, the bellhops, the cast members, they they always say something clever or something funny. Yeah, like see you never. Yeah, or, or like, like enjoy or... your your trip or enjoy your fall or something. Yeah. And my favorite one though is like as the doors are closing, like some of them they'll kind of pop out behind. They're like, oh, I forgot to. Yeah. <laughs> and then the doors are shut and you're like, what? You forgot to what? Like, what are we supposed to do? The crazy part I think is like you don't feel like it, but the whole time like you're going up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't ever feel like... There's not a time, like, you feel like you rise all the way to the top, right? Well, there, you ride the little... You get in the elevator, and you're yeah. riding it around in the dark, no, and then... So, you actually go up first. And I... Sometimes I think about this. I'm like, I don't remember going up, but you do. So, it's... As soon as you sit down, and the elevators close, you're brought up. and But the guy starts talking, and... Yeah, that's and what the, I'm saying. It's not like a... They don't jolt you to oh, the top. Oh, no. Like, it's, it's just like a, a normal elevator. Yeah, it's just gradual. And then yeah. they open the doors and you're... Yeah. Well, you you go you go up like a normal elevator and then they open up the doors and then you ride through a little bit. There's yeah. more of the story and everything kind of creeps you out. You <clears> kind of <throat> get the chills and, you know, you're like, oh, what's... Like, the suspense just builds. Yeah. Um, and then you you kind of... You can kind of feel whenever you get into, like, the shaft that's going to go up and down. Yeah. Um, so you get in there and then it's... <laughs> pitch black right yeah like, like you can't see anything no, yeah like nothing yeah you can put your hand right in front of your face mm-hmm. and not not yeah. see it and then you know they say like the twilight zone or something like that and yeah. and then you just fall <laughs> and then you go up and then you fall and what's cool is that it's different like there's a different sequence every time you ride yeah and you know i don't know how many of the sequences there are but it's, it's just a really fun ride and i think it's just the whole package it's not just the attraction is not just the ride, but it's the, it's everything. You know, it's the story, it's the cast members, it's, it's all of it put together that makes it like a really fun attraction. And that's why they call it an attraction. It's not just a ride because you're not just yeah getting on the roller coaster and getting off. Like there's a whole backstory. There's yeah. a whole. I can get behind that though. Yeah. I mean, they are attractions. They are. Yeah. It's, a... it's hard to say though. Sometimes you say ride. I mean, I say ride too. But, I mean, they are rides, mm-hmm. you know, but they just call them attractions. Yeah. So yeah. it is sort of hard to get it mixed up. It is. Yeah. But yeah, so basically, <laughs> that was a long, long way around. But um, the Disney College program was, it was a really fun unique experience and while i was there i had like little goals that i set for myself um i wanted to be able to work in each of the parks and luckily for me i believe which is might it might still be true that merchandise is the only role you might can do it with custodial but i think maybe merchandise and custodial are the only roles that you can actually work in different parks so, like, if I worked in attractions, I would be trained on that one attraction only. I wouldn't be able to just, like, jump around from Space Mountain and even to within the same park. Like, I couldn't go to Big Thunder or things like that because, like, you learn your attraction. So, being a merchandise role cast member, I was able, you know, my home park was Hollywood Studios and I wanted to work in a shop in every park. 
um, and I was able to do that. So I worked at the Expedition Everest gift shop in yeah. Animal Kingdom, and that was really cool because uh, I'll never forget that one because my shift that day, it was like opening shift. Like it started at 9, you know, I got there at 8 or 8.30 or whatever to open it up, but um, the park opened at 9, and I'm, I was looking at my watch because I was – you know, Expedition Everest is kind of towards the back of the park. Yeah. It's not the first, you know, attraction that you get to and not the, it's located in Asia, which is kind of towards the back. And it was like 9.06 or something like that. And here comes the people. Like these people are sprinting. Are running to get to, there. <laughs> yeah. What, you're not supposed to run yeah. at Disney World. Like that's kind of a unwritten rule, but, um, you know, people are running because they're, the goal for a lot of people, they try to get to the biggest attractions first so they can knock it out yeah, or they can ride probably it. probably run into Avatar. Oh, yeah. Most <laughs> most of them are. But, um, yeah, definitely at that point because Avatar had only been there for like two years. But um, there were still a lot of people that try to get into Expedition Everest first. And um, there were several people that rode it like three or four times and you just saw them go through. But it was like bright and early in the morning, and they were just like cycling through. Yeah. And there was like little kids and a boy and his dad, um, and they rode it over and over. And he was like, "Dad, let's do it again!" And they just like <laughs> like never stopped. Like ran because you you always end in the gift shop right yeah. after the attraction. You they drop you off in the gift shop because that's you know that's just the the theme park world, I guess. Um, and they like never even flinched through the gift shop. They just went right around to the to the queue and got back in line. Um, but that was that was a fun time just to to see everybody's reactions and there was people that had written that ride for the first time yeah. and you got to see their genuine reaction um and they were just like oh my gosh like and their <laughs> hair is all crazy and they they're like what a like rush um yeah. and then there's people you know that you could tell had been on there for multiple times and they were just like oh that was so fun like let's go do it again um and then let's see i worked I worked in two areas of Animal Kingdom. I worked in one of the front gift shops on Discovery Island, but it was like something mercantile. Island Mercantile is what it was called. That's where I worked um, another shift, and that one was fun. It was kind of slower because a lot of people just kind of bypass that like to get to all the attractions and things um, all throughout the park, but that was a fun time. Um, I worked in Epcot at... Um, mouse gears which that kind of dates me because mouse gears is no longer a thing that's like the main that would be like the emporium for epcot oh okay and like island mercantile is basically like the emporium for animal kingdom yeah i don't know much about epcot there's not yeah and it's it might be just because like i didn't grow up going to epcot a lot like I mean, it's a fun one. You go and yeah, it's it's a lot about like the food and the the learning. You know, like knowledge about yeah. the countries and you know history and things like that. Um, and I probably get flack from that too. But Epcot's probably probably my ranked like least <clears throat> favorite. I don't think you'll get much park. flack from that. Well, there is some diehard like Epcot fans out there. What's like the biggest attraction in Epcot? Well, that's the thing. It's not really about attractions. It's just like the experience, yeah. I guess. But um, I guess you. Well, now um, Guardians. Oh, they got Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the now. Galaxy. See, now that's, that's different. I haven't ever ridden that. Right, so. and they say that one is like yeah. awesome. 
and we haven't been the last time we went we didn't go to we didn't go to epcot well i'm sure we will be back oh yeah for sure (laughs) um so yeah so i worked at mouse gears and epcot and then i also worked now i got to tell you about this one at main street just sit back relax hold on um i worked on main street at the emporium in magic kingdom and i don't know what in me whenever i was trying to get a shift there i was like i'm just gonna go all in and i'm gonna do like a real you know magic kingdom emporium shift which started at 9 p.m i think the shift started at 9 p.m and no it wasn't nine it was maybe six something like 6 p.m whatever and ended at 2 a.m and I th- it must have been like a after hours event or something like why they were open at 2 a.m. Because usually Magic Kingdom would close at like 10 or 11 during yeah. that time of the year. Um, and so you have like this really cute like skirt on and you have like a big cute like blue tie around your neck. Like it, it's really cute costumes. Um, and so I was super excited about that and just to like work on Main Street in general but working that shift like it kind of gave you the full experience about what disney is because they work around the clock you know like there's i mean you've seen the the um documentaries that they do when they like change from halloween decorations to christmas decorations like that all happens overnight you know disney's like yeah working around the clock um now that's not true every night at disney world like it's not like you can just be there at three or four in the morning and you can, you know, go ride something. Like, it, well, yeah, it like does close down. the park isn't open, but there's right. people there working. There's people night. there. Well, no, I mean, not really. Like, I was scheduled till two. Like, that was probably the last shift. But, like, you have to close up the um, close up the gift shop and, um, you do, I don't even remember, like, do your, your last minute late night things and then you finally go home. But... It was a cool experience because you also got to, um, I got to work during like the, the fireworks time. So I started at like six or whatever and there was, you know, a good rush. Um, and then the fireworks started at like nine o'clock. So at nine o'clock, completely empty, like the entire Emporium, there was not a soul inside the gift shop because they're all on Main Street or in the hub or right in front of the castle to watch the fireworks. Well, fireworks end at, you know, 9.30 or whatever. And as soon as they end, literally a huge wave of people just rush into the Emporium to get all their last minute, like, souvenirs and items and, and things like that to before they leave the park. And me being, like, I'd never worked a, a shift there. And all the other cast members who were there on a daily basis at the Emporium... They're all just like standing there waiting, and like it was like they were going into war or something. Like they, <laughs> they would tell every all the cast members next to them. They would say, "Y'all get ready, here they come, they're coming, like they're about to come in." And I was like, I was looking around. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what's <laughs> what's about to happen?" Um, but I mean, they were right. Like they knew it was coming because yeah. they do it every night. Um, I mean, it was it was kind of scary. Like people were like going after you know where they have like a sale at Macy's or something, and yeah, it's, it's like, like Black a, Friday every yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's what it seemed like. It was like Black Friday. Um, yeah, that was but that was fun. It was a good night. I was definitely tired, but then the best part of that shift was I got to take pictures on an empty Main Street, or like really an empty park. Like there was 
not another soul other than the other couple cast members that were there until 2 a.m. like me and I had them take a picture of me on an empty main street and like that was really neat because yeah. there's what thousands and millions of people that go through that oh, park a year yeah, a ton of them yeah and there's very rare instances when it's just like empty and yeah. you're the only person so that was that was really neat and I really like soaked in that moment. Like I kind of just stood in the middle of Main Street and like took in the <laughs> like the castle was still lit up with the lights and stuff, and all of Main Street was lit up and the trees were glistening and like the ground is wet and glistening and um, that was a really cool moment and that yeah. that kind of like set it in. So that was cool. So I knocked all those off my my list when I was at the program. I got to got to work in each of the parks and um, but the the school part about it, like I, I was able to take like classes while you're there. So I took like an event planning course um, and got to learn a lot about like how the people behind the scenes of Disney, they plan a lot of the corporate events or like the fun parties that they do with the, within the company. Um, so that was, that was fun too. And that, that all counted as an internship for Baylor. And yeah. So you never really, <clears throat> you never lost like a year of school or anything by doing it Mm-mm. so that was a no but was it was like it wasn't really something that was established at baylor yet like um my alpha chi sister that i talked about like i don't know how hers counted she might have literally just taken a semester off um but and technically i did too like i was not a student during that semester oh okay right. like i, I like i don't know if you like, like unenroll or whatever and then i had to like not really enroll it was something i don't know it was kind of like a little hiatus between you know my my school time um but i remember talking with my counselor like over and over again and i said i just want to make sure like is this going to count like how i want to make sure that my hours are still right and she sent me to like an internship professor or something and i talked with him and he said yeah we can almost like get around it he was like there was a little loophole like that technically the Disney college program doesn't count as an internship, but we can make it count based on these parameters or whatever. Anyway, I didn't lose any time. Like I still graduated on time and everything. I think I had to take like one, uh, Christmas, like, like a mini semester. Yeah. Like a mini semester class. And that was, that was really all I had to do. But yeah. So so pretty much when I was there at Disney, I did have to do a couple things. Like I had to, do like a summary about each week or something of what I learned, like three things that I learned during that week of the internship and a couple other things. But that was pretty much it. Um, I mean, it was, it was such a great experience, like highly recommend for anybody interested. Um, you can find out more just, I mean, literally anywhere online, like Pinterest and I'm sure YouTube has great things. I'm sure TikTok, there's a whole channel. Yeah. I'm sure there's pages of stuff that yeah. just talks about that program. Yeah. It's I'm, a very popular thing. I'm uh, I'm not even on TikTok, so I wouldn't even know that. But Me neither. I stay away from the TikTok. Mm-hmm. I heard it's <laughs> bad, bad for you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so all in all, great experience. Um, really glad I did it. Very thankful that I got in on a definitely like the first try. I heard a lot of people they applied multiple times and uh, eventually got in, or maybe they didn't, and it just didn't work out. So that was really like the perfect time for me during my my college career to do that, and really, really glad I was able to do it before COVID because. Yeah. I know a lot of people's programs like never happened or got cut short or, you know, got postponed or something because, uh, 
because of COVID and, you know, a lot of that, that happened to a lot of people for different things, but yeah, yeah a fun fact, like quick thing, then we can get off the subject, but, um, you actually can like join the Disney college program. Like you don't have to be enrolled into like a university and between, you know, your typical college years, like even if we now or when we're 50, you know, you can, as long as you're like enrolled into one class and you can like prove that you can, oh, really? yeah. Cause there's a, there was a girl there and she was, you know, at the time I was, I don't know, 21, 22 or something. And, uh, she was maybe 28, 29. And she just, she enrolled in like one online class. And she said, that was all that I, that was all the proof that I needed to, to apply for the Disney college program. She didn't even like do any of the activities, like the lessons wow. or anything for the class. She was literally just enrolled in it and failed the class. And, <laughs> but that was her way into Disney. Um, and they say that's, that's the best way to, if you want to work for the program or if you want to work for the company, like the, your best in is into the program and then you're it's able to kind of, to kind of build and grow from there. So, yeah. yeah. That's my spiel. That's Disney for you. That's Peyton's time at Disney. I um, can talk and talk and talk about it, but we could have a whole just Disney, probably not even episode, just a Disney series. podcast. <laughs> a series, yeah, <laughs> maybe if Peyton wanted to do that, um, which we could if she wanted to. But um, in other news, what 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 exciting what exciting things are just happening in our life right now? I have one little exciting. Mm -hmm. bit of information i guess that i can tell everybody yeah um i don't know how good i'm gonna be at this thing that i'm about to tell y'all peyton's looking at me like what's he about to say but i got approached to be the new voice of the isle bulldogs mm -hmm. <laughs> on friday nights <laughs> they want me to announce the football games all because of the the fame of this podcast it might your I'm, podcast voice <laughs> i'm not gonna say that's what did it but it probably didn't hurt it yeah. um it's pretty exciting that's a cool so, thing yeah so if you listen to this podcast and you're from iola or if you're ever in iola uh on a friday night and the bulldogs have a home game uh come by and uh Listen to me. Try not to make a fool of myself <laughs> in front of everybody in the stadium. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool for them to ask me to do that. You know, uh, uh, for those of you who don't know, my mom works at the school um, in the administration office, and uh, somebody texted her and asked, you know, would Dustin be interested in being the new announcer at the football games on friday nights and my instant reaction was no absolutely not <laughs> really she, oh, I didn't I, know I, no i was like no i don't yeah, want because you it. texted me and you were like well i just got asked this yeah. and it seemed like you were trying to figure out like what you should do i but, was yeah that's why no, i texted okay. you well because peyton was out of town uh this weekend uh she just got back but so when mom asked me that i was like no <laughs> i don't want to i just it took a lot of guts for me to do this podcast, yeah. and so um, doing something live and in front of people that I've never ever done before was a little nerve, you know, wracking. But I think it'll be okay, and I'm I'm, mean, I'm excited about it now. I am nervous, but yeah. I mean, I would think anybody's nervous. I mean, at least for the first few games that you do, and then you just get the hang of it, and yeah. just like this, like I'm sure you were nervous the first first and second episode yeah, the first that you episode, did i was like i have no idea what i'm doing yeah. i'm sort of nervous now but now it's like super fun i can't wait to record yeah now episodes. you're just cool conflict now but what i think is cool is like 
you pretty much know most of the people in the stands. Yeah, now. I know a I lot mean, of people in the who were at the games. Yeah, you know, it I, might be a little different because you're not like in school anymore, yeah. and you're what well, you're you're coming up on your ten year well, anniversary. Let's not talk or, about it. Yeah, well, Let's it is what it is. It. I mean, but we got to get older. I guess you got to learn. Yeah. I mean, there's no well, stopping it, it. It beats the alternative always. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's really exciting for me. Um, I feel very, you know. I guess honored would be the word that mm-hmm. somebody would think of me to do that. Um, it means a lot because of what that football program, you know, did for me yeah. and for my life. Um, the game of football itself and then Iola football, um, they really, like they really did, they did a ton for my life. So um, it's fun to be able to ask to be um, – to give back in such a, you know, sort of a small way, yeah. you know, just to be able to announce the football games. I can remember them when they were announced when I was in high school. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was it was always a fun time to hear your name. Yeah. You know, that's a fun thing for uh, a high school athlete to be on the field and to hear, you know, mm. number 54 on the tackle, right. Poochie Tim. Because yeah. it was never Dustin Tim. They always called Poochie. me Poochie yeah. here. You know, if the well, one time I ran the ball and scored a touchdown, they were yeah. like, and Poochie for the touchdown, <laughs> you know, and it was a fun time. It's yeah. always, uh, all the players like to hear their names called, and then mm-hmm. all the moms in the stands like to hear their baby's name get called, oh, yeah. so well, <laughs> it'll be cool that it'll be me doing it, and what? then, of course, my brother yeah. coaches there, coaches. and so... You can kind of pick on him, maybe, from the box. Yeah, I gotta try, my biggest thing is try not to... Um, Make sure the mic's off when it needs to be off, right, yeah. <laughs> because I will. I tend mm-hmm. to do my own coaching from the stands every now and then. It might help. Um, I mean, they might encourage it. Yeah, they know. probably don't want to hear me up there blabbering though. Never so. know. Well, what I think is cool, which I mentioned to Amanda, one of our friends, who's Hunter's wife, yes. who was on the podcast last week. Yeah. Um, she rode back with me from the bachelorette party, and. Uh, I mentioned to her, I was like, how cool would it be, like, once Sutton is able to play football, like, you might be announcing. If I'm doing it like that long, doing, I'm doing this something right, but. I mean, but, like, I know you what could. You mean. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I think that would be neat, and, you know, you're, but then I was like, I don't know if you'd want, if you would want to announce it, or if you'd want to be, like, just a dad in the I'd probably the just want to be the dad who stands yeah. over by himself. I thought about that, too, so. <laughs> But uh, we'll, we'll see. see. That's well, yeah, fun. When that, we'll see when that gets here. But, just like uh, another one of your adventures, like your crazy things. Yeah, it was just never... I'm just uh, here along along for the ride. I supporting. am. I'm just going to try every little thing I can while I still have the ability to. So mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe something will stick. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. So yeah, so I'm uh, I'm excited about that. I'm Like I said, I'm a little nervous about it, but I, I think it'll be okay. Yeah. I know enough about football. I know enough about the town. Um, I, I can't say I know a whole lot of the players anymore mm-hmm. because I am getting a little older and I've been separated from it for a while, but it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. So just try not to make a fool of myself. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Like you said, another one of my crazy adventures. Yeah. Who would have ever thought that they'd ask me to do it? I, was, I did. I was, ta- <laughs> I was talking to uh, Mom yesterday when she told me or when we were uh after she'd asked me i guess mm-hmm. it was today she was talking to me about it um 
when I was in high school and on the varsity team on Thursdays, the junior high and the JV would play, and me and some of the other guys would actually announce those games. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know <laughs> and that. So it's sort of like full circle. Who else announced so, it with you? It was mainly me and Will yeah. Mallet. Yeah. You know, me and Mallet. That makes sense. And so I actually texted Mallet and I was like, hey, uh, you're, 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 be my, you're my not going to believe this, <laughs> but yeah. they've asked me to do this. Would you be willing to sit up there with me and like mm-hmm. help spot, help. you yeah. know, like pick players? And, you know, like That's cool. I didn't know Number that. 27 made the tackle mm-hmm. and tell me his name and, then, right. you know, stuff like that. So That's cool. It's going to be fun. Well, um, you and him, y'all announced the motorbike race right yeah i've got a little bit of announcing underneath i mean belt. yeah uh, you have a resume going <laughs> like I, why wouldn't they choose hunter hearn you? um who was last week's interview uh he hosts a yearly an annual mini bike race at mm-hmm. his house and it is so much fun and this year was it was like the biggest production i mean it yeah, was for like, the third year <clears throat> it was it was a whole thing yeah we went all out this year um it's only going to get bigger and better but i emceed that uh the the mini bike race yeah. this year and i like people told me that i could get a little really more good. energetic there though you yeah. know but you had some little jokes like you know you had like a little not jabs but like yeah because you're just i mean you're well, naturally my funny thing is too you're, though like at the at the game like you're not broadcasting the game yeah so you're not like he's at the 10 he's at the right tw- you know like play by play yeah you're not yeah. doing that like you're just like but you can well, you know, you can. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, okay. Because, like, that would be like if I was announcing for, like, a sports network or something. Right. A play-by-play broadcaster. Yeah. That's not what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know. So you can whatever. have a little more fun with it, though, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, like you know, like, know, you could do fun stuff, I guess. I have yeah. to find some taglines, I guess. Yeah. I always like to, that's another bulldog. First down. The right. The goes first down. Oh, yeah, yeah you can start, thing. like, a new tradition or something. Yeah, maybe cool. I'll start like a I don't know chant or something. You can start uh, an Iola line, no, like Baylor. No, we'll have like seven people run across the field. <laughs> maybe, maybe just like all the the whole, the whole class, thir- the whole the whole high school, fifty three freshmen run across the yeah. field. Well, that wouldn't be too bad. Maybe you but, can start something. Yeah. Well, we'll start small. We'll just try not to get uh, names. I wrong. think they've got four or five home games this year, so. I definitely won't be at one of them. I have to go uh, to Missouri and be in a wedding, but I should make all of the other ones. So we'll just try it out this year, mm-hmm. see how it goes, and maybe this will be a every year thing. So that's a that was my little personal tidbit of information I wanted to share with everybody. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. I'm excited and nervous all at the same time. I'm gonna yeah. have to practice watch football this weekend and. Uh, Start practicing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> start practicing. Start. Uh, you better start learning their names and not. To, oh well, they'll have a roster. Why well, no? They but have like, rosters. Some people pronounce their names differently, so yeah. just make sure you don't butcher them. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll figure it out. Okay. I'll go over the list. I'll go over the roster with Jamie. I guess. Mm-hmm. I have to get my announcer voice ready. Well, I think you you do pretty good. You on don't that like that voice once a week. Yeah. You'll find it. I do get to record on this podcast every once in yeah. a while to tune my voice up. So you should do like the hello, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> like the echo. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was making a joke in the car. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. That's <laughs> not even good. I was picking on my brother. <laughs> so. Well, you can't say it on the podcast. I can, but it's, I was just like, 
And in the Bulldogs' corner, standing at five foot three, <laughs> your defensive coordinator, Jamie Tim. <laughs> See, that'd be funny. Like people would get a kick out of that. Yeah, he would kill me though, yeah, if would. I did that in front of everybody. He'd forget about it by the end of the game. No, he wouldn't. No. <laughs> he might come up in there and <laughs> rough me up or something. All right. <laughs> well, all right, everybody. I think that's enough for today. Um, we. Like I say on every episode, these can go forever. You know, we can talk. I, I can talk to anybody, and of course, me and Peyton can talk forever. We didn't talk about we didn't talk about being married. We didn't talk about our awesome son. Yeah. Um, how much we like to travel. Um, I mean, I'd I'd like to think this isn't my last time to be on the no, podcast. No, mm-hmm. and that's what you know. Everybody's probably yeah. going to have a part two, Multiple, but. Yeah. And we could probably go for three hours if it wasn't 111 outside because we record this in my shop slash studio where I do my leather work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like it's too hot. It's spray foam insulated. It's everything that has AC and it's still hot out here. Yeah. You just can't come back. Like nothing so, can keep up with this yeah. Texas heat this summer. And I'm, yeah. I don't know. So maybe in also, the fall when the AC can keep up and the fans aren't running, we can mm-hmm. sit out here in comfort, you know, and yeah. hang out for a while. Then we'll be freezing <laughs> in the winter. Well, no, I got a heater in here that probably oh, will yeah. keep up. So it's also like dinner time, so yeah, that's it is. important. It's six fifty one, and uh, and I haven't seen Sutton all weekend. Yeah, so I, she's I she's ready to get out of here. Yeah, I need my <laughs> I need my kisses. Need Sutton loving. Mm-hmm. But uh, like always, thank y'all for listening. I couldn't do this without y'all. I really hope y'all enjoy this episode. Um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun for me. It's a change of pace to sit down and just have an hour and a half long conversation with my wife um so it was a blast for me i hope you all enjoy it i've gotten some really 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 cool feedback on facebook recently um people suggesting other guests who they'd like to hear come on i'm pretty much open to anybody so um i would love to have people i don't know on people i've known forever on i've got a i got a really cool um comment on a facebook post the other day it was a guy that was a year older than me in high school he commented and said hey i just found your podcast it's awesome i love listening to it i was like well thanks dude you know i that's what i do this for i just want to give some people an hour an hour and a half out of their day to sit down and listen to you know little old me and my buddies and other people ramble and he he commented back and said the coolest part of it was listening to people he's known his whole life talk and still learning about those people yeah. like there's things that they he didn't know about people mm-hmm. and i think that's the coolest part too like there's things that i learn about somebody every time i sit down in here that i didn't know right and um i think that's the cool part about this podcast and you know what what makes it interesting to me and other people and um so, so if somebody had a suggestion or they want it to be on the podcast, how how do they reach out to you? Like, yeah, who- I mean, I post these podcasts on my Facebook and Instagram every Monday when they come out. The best way is just shoot me a message on Facebook or something, mm-hmm. you know, um, or text me if you have my number. Um, like I said, I'm I'm very easy to contact. You can either email me. Um, at dustintim97 at gmail.com 
you can text me you can if you have my number i'm not going to put my number on here i don't know who listens to this yeah that's probably not a good idea but you can facebook message me i have there's tons of ways to get in contact with Mm -hmm. me you can either facebook message or instagram message timeless peyton myself anything Mm -hmm. like that any suggestions you have if there's anything you don't like to hear Anything that you want us to talk more about, you know, I like to do the maybe the top five things, top three things. We oh, need yeah, to come up with a cool. Oh, I guess we did we our attractions. Did sort of the attractions. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We need to come up with a cool name for that, though. You know, it's just like a segment. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like yeah. a cool name for that segment. Like yeah. you, you might have your Mount Rushmore. Right. You know, yeah. what are your your favorite things? But okay. Anyways, uh, this is a long outro, but. As always, I couldn't do it without y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Um, Y'all have a great week. Just keep on keeping on. Um, We'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Love you.